Yo mama. Yo mama. Yo mama. Hey. 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 It's time. Yeah. You know what it's time for? Another cartoon. Oh wait, no. What? <laughs> uh, don't don't even worry about that one. It's time for this shit. TryGames.net podcast, motherfuckers. Episode two thirteen. What's today's date? May seventh. Two o one. May seventh. It is unfortunately no longer May the fourth. Be with you. Nor is it Cinco de Mayo. So we have to settle with the seventh. You know what that makes next week? Uh, next Friday the thirteenth. Yep, yep, sure. So that's kind of scary. Well, it's not so scary because Priest 3D is coming out on oh, May 13th. Because I really want to see, because I really want to see Paul Bettany in a lead role. Who in a religious <laughs> movie? Did, he already did Legion. That that's good enough. He doesn't need to go out and then now do Priest. What movie? <laughs> Legion. I know. What region? Region. As, as we like to say it. You know, I'm allowed to, you know, make fun. Uh, anyway, I am Austin. I'm your host of the Dragons and Podcast, where we don't talk about Paul Benton. We talk about games. Who are you? Me? Oh, I'm, I'm that guy over here that they call the anti You that guy over there. Yeah, Al. Al's the other host. Say okay. hi, Al. Hi. Of the um, thing. You call me Antipode, yeah. please. Please, sometimes. Oh, Pantipode. Yeah, that's right. Antipode, please, sometimes? Mm-hmm. Is that your full? Hey, Peter. Peter Vellucci, Jr. We're calling him Antipode. What are you going to do about that, sir? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Riven. internet, Riven. Okay. Um, Peter, Petey, Riven is yet again not with us again. For those who have been uh, away and not up to snuff on stuff that is going on, Comcast is being a real pain in the bunghole for him, and all those dropped calls are really annoying for both him and I'm sure you guys. It's actually kind of amusing for me. Um, so he's going to take it easy for a while while you know he, he figures out what's going on with that. But he's always in our minds and in our hearts. Uh... Hi, Pete. Anyway, but we shall go on without him for now and talk about stuff. Uh, some Sony PSN updates for anybody who's been suffering from, you know, uh, hackeritis and not being able to log on, wondering what Sony's going to do for you. What have they done for you lately? Not a goddamn thing. Mm. But as soon as PSN comes up, they're going to do some stuff for you lately. Um, a little bit talk about fanboys, a phenomenon which I find amusing. Uh, but, as always, talk a little we've been playing a little bit only if we've been playing the same thing but a lot of we've been playing something different so al yeah remember remember the fifth of i forgot the month november and i'm saying that because i'm staring at a bunch of guy fox masks uh what'd you play this week man uh who did you play uh, this week how did you play this week i don't even know how i played this week did you play sexy uh sometimes word excellent um I played a little bit of Pokemon Black, <gasps> and there's not much to say there. Oh. Uh, I, I think I, I started a trend of calling everything ridiculous because of uh, Pokemon Black. <laughs> yeah, now, now if something is just like, you know, if something that's supposed to be easy is just unbelievably difficult, or if something that's supposed to be, you know, normal is just unbelievably weird or something... It's ridiculous to me. And Man, fighting that castle was ridiculous. No, actually, that was just kind of unexpected. 
<coughs> you fight a castle, dude, and he butt stomps you. Yeah. Better ridiculous than my name is in Fort Worth, Dallas. Right. So, um, I was trying to catch Victini, which is this, um... Victini? Yeah, it's a special Pokemon that, um, you can only get if you bought the game when it came out, and, um, you connected to the Wi-Fi connection to get the, uh, mystery gift by April 10th. I don't know why that name sounds really fun to me, but it does. I'm oh, trying to think of why. It's a victory Pokemon. Um, apparently it's supposed funny. to inspire, um... Success in everything around it. Uh, I was gonna say it sounds like like a like a mobster's nickname, like a really gigantic mob. You know, how you call like big people tiny and shit. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, Victini. Uh, hey, you're looking really teeny there, Victini. <laughs> how you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm just teeny right here. Yeah. I'm a castle, and I fight people with dreads. Mm-mm. Through the screen. So hey. anyway, uh, it's a legendary Pokemon, which means that it's hard to catch, which I understand. Okay. But most legendary Pokemon are like level 50, level 60, level 70, level 80, etc., etc. Very high. This one is level 15. So I thought that by virtue of the fact that it was level 15, uh, it wouldn't be so tough to get. You know, you go in there, you fight a little bit, maybe throw a couple of Pokeballs that might pop out, and then, um, you know, you finally catch it. And it'll be like one battle. Boom. You're set. Well, after like three days of going and trying it and then saying, fuck it, going out and just doing other things and then coming back, I finally caught the bitch, but it was just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> as, uh, I caught you! <laughs> bitch, I caught you! <laughs> <laughs> you go so far to do it. Anyway, um... Inside jokes, people, I'm sorry. Go listen to Aries Spears. Um, so, the thing was, like, I threw every single ball that I had at it, and it... <laughs> would pop out of all of them, and it had one hit point, and it was sleeping, or it was paralyzed, or whatever, but it was just, it it would not want to get caught at all, so I would turn it off and be like, oh my god, that's ridiculous, like, teeny ridiculous, and then things started happening in the real world. Teeny that... ridiculous? Did you just coin that phrase? Like Victini, not Victini ridiculous, not like, you know, chocolate wasted or anything, but Victinius, um... So then things in the real world started happening, and I kept saying it. And now I had to actually wanted to catch myself saying it and have to stop saying it. So that that's kind of uh, how video games affect real life. <laughs> yeah, kids, uh, don't play video games because they are bad for you. No, they're not. Uh, they're, they're good for you, like vitamins. Oh, I thought you said Spider-Man. I was like, what? No. Um, what else did I do? I started playing Contact. Because I wanted to play something different. Ah, right. Even though it's not really different, but it's different at the same time. I mean, it's just different as in off the other end of the spectrum weirdness. It's nuts. It's a little nuts. Uh, but I, I like it. Even though uh, you said that the uh, the battling is... Uh, well, you asked me if the battle system made me want to off myself. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. And I, this is the reason why. Because... I think I've been engaged in so much monotony these days, just, you know, fighting battles over and over again, which I just do the same thing. I do my strongest attack, and things go down, you know. And that's just how it works. And I just run around with my strongest stuff and just basically beat the shit out of everything I see. Uh, in this 
particular situation, the way contact works in, in this battle system is that you everything is all skill-based. So the more you get hit, the more your defense goes up, the more you hit right. things, the more, the more damage you wind up doing in the long run with whatever weapon you're using. And uh, when you battle, essentially you just walk up to the enemy and they, they automatically exchange blows. Right. So you just sit there and watch it, which I'm assuming is what made you go crazy. Yeah, and the thing about it that I really was just like, ugh, was it It reminded me, and, you know, if, if this is totally not what you're getting, uh, I, I'm interested, I'm completely interested in hearing what you're, what you're experiencing, but what it reminded me of was, like, a really, really homeless, poor homeless man's version of Secret of Mana, where it's... I, it, it's not quite it's not quite turn based but it is and it's real time and where secret of mana kind of succeeded was it it, it managed to insert some kind of element of action in there where you felt like you were somewhat in control um and it and it kind of made it feel like like morrowind right where in morrowind you you have control over your fighter and your your attacks and all that stuff but you don't necessarily hit them when you hit them Right, it's it's die it's dice roll based. Yep. It's die roll based. So even though you you're s- swinging the weapon when you want to swing it, whether you hit right. them or not is based on a dice roll. Right, but uh, but at the very least in Mana, in Secret of Mana, like they animate when they like when when your your guys animate or the enemies animate when they when they flip out of the way. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like it's totally like oh you know it's what why oh, I'm hitting him I'm you know I'm hitting him hello. And I'm missing you. I don't get like it's not totally like that. Now with contact, if I remember correctly, it's just you kind of you engage them mm-hmm. by tapping on them and clicking the menu item, but you don't actually control your sword swings. And the fact that it goes so, I don't want to say that it necessarily went slow, but it felt slow. It felt like you were fighting through mud. And I, I just didn't like. I would have rather them just turn it into like a uh, 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 turn-based, like completely, and make you control it like a Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it almost hits that, but it does. I don't know. It uh, and again, it's been a while since I played it. Um, but the bottom line is, if you're enjoying it, thank God, because then I made the right decision. <laughs> well, <laughs> giving it to you. The, the thing is, I don't. I try not to fight everything I see because right, right, there's obviously. the whole karma system, which I'm kind of not getting but kind of getting at the same time it's like i'm leveling up in karma but does that mean that i am doing good things or bad things who knows it's just you you get more karma and then there are enemies in certain areas who will attack you on site if your karma's high enough but then they won't attack you in another area or maybe they were just assisting i don't know um and there's a lot of stuff in that game that I don't quite understand. And I tried to read the manual, but then I kind of see that the manual kind of almost walks you through the beginning of the game, too. So oh, yeah. And you're I like, decided yeah, I'd to rather not. skip past some things. And then yeah. uh, now I'm I'm at a point where I just got the uh, Mr. Cuisine. So now I have two uh, costumes. So you have the chef, the chef costume. Yeah, the chef's costume and I have yeah. the water costume. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess, I guess for me, it felt like it moved at a glacial pace. Mm. Yeah, which I didn't, which, I didn't sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was, was going to say I didn't feel that. Um, I felt like if it took me too long to defeat uh, an enemy, then I wasn't supposed to be fighting, oh, so I ran away. I'm not even talking about fighting. I'm talking about the game overall. 
it felt like it moved slower than it than it than it should have, and I guess maybe that's the problem with expectations and you know having them met, because you know all, all the all the you know uh, critiques on it were like, oh, like this is some this is a very very interesting experience, a uh, very very interesting experiment as well in like you know interactivity and you know how you have that uh, you know tete tete back and forth with the professor and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like I was like, oh, this sounds really cool, and I started getting into it. And I was like, yeah, this is really cool. And then like an hour in, I'm like, all right, let's let, let's come on, let's let's let let's go, let's have something happen. Ooh, I found a suit. Great. Well, what else is happening? You know, and and it may not have felt that way if I had not had any expectations, or if they had, you know, I guess over, you know, overdid it on other things that would you know, catch my attention, you know what I mean? Like, I started playing Lost Odyssey, and the first battle's like, alright, well, this is just like any other RPG. Great. <laughs> I, you know, like, why do I care? He just has a sword, and I'm just pressing I'm just pressing the, the A button over and over again. Right. Um, and all he's doing is hitting this one robot. But it looked freaking cool, you know? And the music was, you know, and, and like, so I, 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 I got sucked in by the aesthetics, you know, which, which is why I was like, alright, well, this is only the beginning of the game, and the aesthetics are there, and it's, you know, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, like it, 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 it doesn't. It feels like it doesn't really overdo it on any one aspect for me to kind of look at it and go, "Huh, this is you know, this is something that I should pay attention to." Which is why I gave it to you because you like it, so that's good. Ah, oh, I thought you were talking about Lost Odyssey again. Um, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, no, Lost Odyssey overdid it on the theatrics on that. Like, so like, it, if the battle itself was boring, at least it was like interesting to watch mm. and like kind of ridic- kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Anyway, um, could, I'm just, I, I, that's enough about uh, me. That's that's enough of me grousing about contact. I want to hear more about your 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 thoughts. Well, there's really nothing else to say at the moment because I was um, playing it kind of sparsely. Um, I was playing it in between playing um, Pokemon and okay. Uh, then work was ri- ridiculous. Um, <laughs> work was really insane. That that's my next word. That's that's my fallback word. Insane. Um, so I had to go to work early twice this week, and a couple of the other days I, you know, wasn't able to sleep at home, and I was trying to play Pokemon, and Pokemon doesn't put me to sleep anymore unless I'm super tired. <laughs> so I guess so you built an immunity really to it, like in in the span of a week. You built no, an immunity. Not even. I think it's because it's new now. It's it's oh, and now, you like wanna you wanna. Get yeah, into it. Yeah, I want to see what's going on because now, like the way the story kind of goes is that there's, and this is what's cool about this game. I think it's like one of those uh, bring you to reality kind of situations. The whole Back thing about reality. this game is that there's a group called Team Plasma, and there's always a team, whatever you know. Started right. out with Team Rocket, and then it was like um, in Diamond and Pearl, it was Team Galaxy or some shit. And now in this game, it's Team Plasma. And what they're doing is they're trying to, quote-unquote, liberate Pokemon because they feel like Pokemon are slaves and that people don't understand that when they catch Pokemon and they keep them, uh, you know, not captive, but they keep them in these little balls and they take them out to fight each other, that they're really just using them for their own personal ends and and the people who you know use pokemon and you're on the other side of the fence they're like well we we do this but this allows us to get closer to our pokemon they really like it they like to be 
put in these balls and they like to be thrown out and fight each other and some of them like to not be inside the ball. Some of them like to be outside and just kind of chill around and do stuff. There's way too much innuendo in this, yeah, in this franchise, by the way. Uh, forget about the whole ball thing. And Unleash them from the balls. It's like sperm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the end, they are saying, you know, one side is saying, look, you guys are, um, you know, slave drivers. And, right. you know, controlling beasts for your own personal benefit. And on the other side, they're like, they are saying that us doing this is is what's meant to be. It's you know they like it, we like it. It brings us together. Leave us alone. So what these guys you know, are doing? The, the way that the way that uh, by the way, just the way that that's justified. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of side with Team Plasma. That's to say, yeah, like, you know, this is the way it is, man. <laughs> this is the word of God, son. <laughs> or this is what Allah says, or something. <laughs> like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, you. Drive those Pokemans out, you know. Separate church and state. Man. <laughs> so, um, what's funny about it is that, uh, you know, Team Plasma, all they're trying to do, because this is what makes it stupid. Um, what Team Plasma does to kind of drive the point of we want to liberate Pokemon is they just steal everybody else's Pokemon. <laughs> it's so stupid. So they go, you know, you 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 don't understand the meaning of Pokemon, so I'm going to take it from you. And technically, that's not supposed to be possible. Um, when you fight a Pokemon, ever since the very first game, if you not fight a Pokemon, if you fight another trainer, you try to throw a Pokeball at their Pokemon, their trainer swats it away. And it's like, no, you're not supposed to take my Pokemon. You know, go, go get a wild one. And then there was this one game called... Um, uh, Pokemon Coliseum, which was for GameCube. And in that game, someone developed a technology that allowed you to steal other people's Pokemon. And oh, so this is canon now. Uh, what do you mean? Story. Well, yeah, this is all story. The ability mm-hmm. to do that is now part of the of the legacy, of the mythology. Right, but the thing is, I, I never finished Coliseum, so I don't know the effect. I don't know what happened with it, because they don't bring oh. it up anymore. Um, but... They it was called a snag ball. Uh, well, the ball itself was called snag ball, but the device was like called the snag device or something. And the only way that you could do it, it, I don't understand because it's like okay, there's a Pokemon sitting there on the ground, and you're fighting against a person. And if you just throw a Pokeball, what is it too slow? And the person is able to intercept it. But when you have this thing on your arm, and this special ball is gonna just. It, it looks the same. The ball goes at the same velocity, and it captures the, the Pokemon, and it sits there in the ball, and it goes click, 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 and you steal their Pokemon. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry, but this is impossible to not laugh at if you're immature like me. Well, yeah, you, you feel free to laugh at it. Because <laughs> um, I'm not taking Take, it seriously. Click, click, click. <laughs> well, that's that. that you My know. balls go click, <laughs> click. What's up, baby? That's some special yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway, fast forward over to black and white. Mm. Um, it's I'm at a point where I I, re- I found out who like the the ringleader of the entire team plasma is, and he's not really too clear on what he wants to do, which is very weird for a leader. Um, and I'm about to work on getting my fourth badge, and I kind of stopped for a second because I really want to take my time. And it doesn't seem like there's anybody that I know that's going to be playing. Um, I was in a, like, there's this guy that I had met when I went to one of my friend's parties on Halloween. And, you know, he's like 19 or 
18 to 17. I don't know. I think he's he's I think he's about to graduate from high school. So he's he's a young blood. But you know he um he bought Pokemon and you know he was like down at the Nintendo store and stuff like that. So I know that he's like into it. But uh he's got a group of friends and whatnot that play and then they made a Facebook group and invited me to Facebook Facebook group. But I just get the game and I'm like, well, what's everybody doing or what's this, that, and that? And I post on it and no one says anything. So, and no one, there's no activity on the board at all. Yeah, they're too busy playing. I don't know what they're doing. They're probably just too busy being kids. Uh, but, <laughs> smoking cigarettes and I don't eating feel drugs. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like I have to rush through the game because I need to catch up with anybody. Right, right. So, you know, I'm kind of playing it a little bit and then I'm playing contact and I'm going to try and do some other stuff like um I just bought the Korg DS10 plus uh, uh oh because I didn't even know they came out with another one oh yeah it's the only other one it's the one that, the one that's out now uh because the original Korg DS10 is out of print oh they phased it out okay yeah. gotcha uh the Korg DS10 plus is basically a Korg DS10 plus um some like an so you got snookered by the championship edition not even um it's Core just that DS10 I, turbo now that i have what is equivalent to a dsi i can oh, take okay. advantage okay. of because the Core ds10 plus has SD card all the plus features only work on a dsi because it expanded memory gotcha okay so i had no reason to get it when um i only had a ds right right uh so what i want to do is i want Super to Core ds10 um, turbo revival uh just make some music and uh, record it into my computer, like pass it out into my computer. Mm-hmm. And now that I have both the DS10 and the DS10 Plus, I can do the, the wireless and I can have them sync and play together. Oh, crap. So now I'll have, I think, um, I have four tracks on the DS10 and six or eight or 12 maybe on the DS10 Plus. And so I'll be able to have a, a quite a bit of layering and quite a bit to work with. But then what I want to try and do is, you know, get a multi-tracker and then track it into the computer and then play over it. And I then... hate you. Now I want it. I want, like, two now. I want two pluses, one for my DSi XL and one for my DS- 3DS. And that means that I can't sell my t- <laughs> DSi XL if I get it. But, um, and the thing is, the, the other cool thing about it was that when I thought about doing it, because I really want to just, uh, like, exercise my musicianship, uh, I looked on Amazon and it was available for like $13.99. I'm like, $13.99? Yeah, because it's you know, originally $30. Right. So, uh, was the that. original Korg 40 Uh, no, no, they're 30 Oh, I thought it was, okay. No, no. Uh, I think I got that one for like $16 too. Maybe it was jam sessions. Play guitar with your DS. That was for, I don't know. Yeah, I doubt they have that on the, on Amazon as a recommendation for on, on the DS10 Plus site. I'm like, please. Ah. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing. But, oh, well, yeah, I forgot. After last week's podcast, I did play uh, Mortal Kombat, and I played this yes! mode. And I really like what they did, because I didn't really understand it until a couple of fights in. I didn't really understand that they were actually retelling Mortal Kombat 1 at that point. Oh, okay. And then but, I realized... I mean, did, did, you, did you get that... Did you get the whole uh, kind of impetus for the retconning? Because it's not really retconning, but it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of, sort of, kind of. Like, it's it's not retconning in the sense that it's like, you know, we're just going to change shit up. It's retconning in the sense that, that, yes, they are changing shit up, but it's still part of the story. Yeah, it's like basically Which is the really same bizarre. Story, but maybe like a director's cut where 
oh, the the characters like for example Nightwolf. Nightwolf was never well, in Mortal Kombat right. One, but technically he could have been there. Right. But I don't I don't even mean like in in how they're in like how they're telling this. I'm I'm sorry in the story that's being told that it's like a retcon, but not really. What I mean is that like the fact that they're revisiting the past and changing things is part of the is part of canon. So it's not technically retconning because it's part of the it's part of the story, right? Of the overall story from the very beginning. It's just that you know, and and for anybody who's played Armageddon, you know, and I didn't want to spoil it for you because you hadn't played this part yet. But anybody who's played Armageddon and anybody, it, this happens in like the opening cinematic of the game. Basically, Armageddon happens, and Raiden sends himself a message back in time before he bites the dust because you know Shao Kahn does something unmerciful to him. Um, so wait a second. Sa- um, yes, that opening scene of Mortal Kombat um, is actual canon. That that is the ending to Armageddon. Because you know how like Deadly Alliance was based the the intro to Deadly Alliance was basically the ending to the original Mortal Kombat saga from one, two, three, and, and the shit that was known as four. Really? Um, oh well, cause, yeah, because of Quanji. Yeah, and then you know. Deception. The intro to Deception was the ending, was the canon ending to Deadly Alliance. And I never played Deception, even though I have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what I'm saying is that that's how they handled the canon. Right. The I know. The thing the is, next I should is, know yeah. what it is, but I don't because right. you know. And so then, then it's so followed that the ending of Armageddon. I mean, the beginning of Armageddon was the canon, the canon ending, ending to Deception. Deception, right? Right. And but and, I didn't and know that DC ended. Basically, with everybody dying. I mean, granted. Well, I mean, well, you do because you you saw it when you played Mortal Kombat, right? But I didn't know that that was actually the ending to, you know, Armageddon. Oh, I see. Like you, you didn't know? you didn't know that that's what they were going for, right? Okay, so well, that's what they were going for. Okay, um, yeah. So so yeah, the 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 intro to this Mortal Kombat, the Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2011, if you will, or as they call it, Mortal Kombat Nine, Mortal Kombat Nine. Yeah, uh, the opening to Mortal Kombat Nine is the canon ending to Armageddon, and so because Raiden sending him himself a message back through time is canon, mm-hmm. them rewinding time and going to the, to the beginning to change everything up is also it makes part perfect of canon. sense. It's back to yeah, future it's, sense. Yeah, it's it's like Terminator Two sense. Uh, Terminator like everything Two is sense. Canon. Even better, yes. Right, even better, and so like um, even though it's not canon, it's not the Mortal Kombat that you remembered. It is now what Mortal Kombat is. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's nuts. It's it's nuts. Time travel is shit. I hate I time, time travel, travel, but I love it. I know I you love, love it. it. It's awesome. I hate it. I'm a sucker I fucking for time hate travel. it. <laughs> oh my god. Well, go time travel back into time when you could have time travel. I don't. I, anyway. So so now you so so how far are you in it now? Like, um, um, well, I played it on Saturday, and I played yep. through what, Johnny Cage chapter one, Sonya chapter two. Uh. Chapter three. I really like what they did to Johnny Cage, by the way, in terms of him being like a stupid idiot. Oh yes, his character comic relief. It totally fits. Yes, it was perfect, and he's got stupid one-liners which I like. Yeah, Uh, you've been caged. That shit was. (laughs) (laughs) There's if you 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 were you were playing the arcade mode, so you know this. But in the New York rooftop stage, the the billboard that says Ninja Mime, (laughs) he's silent but deadly. No, I didn't see that, but that the, like, that's yeah, funny. that's a movie. That's a Johnny Cage movie poster. Ninja Mike, Silent but Deadly. <laughs> that's a Johnny Cage movie. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, anyway, uh, I played through up until uh, Smoke's chapter, which I think is chapter seven. Um, 
And basically, like, you go through the original Mortal Kombat and you end with Liu Kang, and Liu Kang wins Mortal Kombat. And right. then, the it, I found it so silly. Like, I mean, granted, there's a lot of silly shit in that game, like how they get into the fights in the first place, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, I find it silly that... You gotta stop hitting on me. <laughs> Round one, fight. No, not even. Stop talking about her that way. All right, Round man, one, fight. <laughs> Round one, fight. Like, really? Okay. Yeah. And then and then afterwards, like, he beats him to, to a fucking pulp, does all this x-ray shit, and they're like... Sorry about that, man. You know, I just had yeah. to... Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's all right. It's in the past. <laughs> it's all right that you broke my neck and kicked me in the face. <laughs> it's... I'm good now. I'm. We're good. We're okay. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of Mortal Kombat, when you beat Shang Tsung, um, uh... Spoiler alert! Yeah, if you've never played the original Mortal Kombat, uh... Oh, I thought you were talking about this one. You, you're talking about the old Mortal Kombat. Well, no, no, I'm talking about this one. The, oh, okay. At the end of Liu Kang's chapter, which is just a retelling. I mean, at this point in the game, in the beginning of, of the new Mortal Kombat, it's, it's really like, if you've never played Mortal Kombat, then you'll be surprised. Right. Um... So you you beat Shang Tsung, but then they all kind of walk away and go back to Outworld. Like, you know, we all got all this shit that you guys don't have, but since um, you, you know, you beat Shang Tsung, we kind of have to saunter off into the portal and leave. Yeah, and I found that so funny because you wouldn't see anything like that. They'd be like, oh, he fell. Let's kill them all. And then, and then you know, some old well, like that's what happens shit. when you have elder gods dictating shit and being yeah. like, yo. If he kicks your ass, you guys gotta leave. <laughs> and by the way, not only do you have to win this thing in order to, like, pwn them, you have to win them ten in a row. For real. So, enjoy that. So it's like, why even make the rules at all? Why, yeah. why not just be like, yo, you can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't. And, and, enjoy your, like, cesspools and shit. <laughs> you like that stuff. You have the teeth for it. You have blades in your arms. You don't need these Earth guys. For real. Like, you, don't, you don't need internet. You don't need 3G. <laughs> you don't need Go internet. and, like... Swim in your cesspools and like your spiky ceilings and stuff. That's you know you don't need these earth guys. But no, like no, you know if you if you you know if you beat him in a boxing match, you could take him over. Why? Why not? Yeah. Um. What I really really like about this, and I'm assuming that the these features are available in the main game outside of story mode. But yeah, I like that they have characters who you see in the game. Or in future games, as particular way like Cyrax and Sector and Jax, yeah. And being that in this story, in this part of the story, they were never like that. You get to control them, you get to play as them, or fight against them in their old forms, like Jax when he had arms, and Cyrax and Sector before they became robots, right? And uh, that I, that was really enjoyable for me, like being able to play like Cyrax, and he's just. Black Link Quinn Ninja with, uh, you know, he shoots out a net and he throws these little bombs yeah. and he has, uh, like a, a, a apparatus on his wrist where he can shoot out like a, a razor thingy, a spinning razor and have all of that kind of incorporate into the fact that when he's a robot, he's now got a compartment that he shoots all that shit right, out from. Right, right, right. Uh, and then Sector and his jetpack, which I find hilarious. Um, but I haven't really, I, I don't, do you, 
you play past where I played. Do you? Do I you play am technically where the storyline would be if we were talking about Mortal Kombat three. Okay. So I've passed the fifty percent. You you get an achievement when you are fifty percent done with the story. Mm, okay. And of course, the achievement is called, is called "We're halfway there." Oh god! And they they stop just short of going. Oh, thank God they didn't say "Living on a Prayer" because then I would have you know thrown my TV out the window. Excuse me, for real. Excuse you, God. Did you hear it? Did no. you feel it? Yes. Yeah, I felt it rattle my bones. Mm. Um. So that. That unfortunately is it because work is to suck and test suck source. Um, I didn't get to play any Portal. I didn't get to play any other games. Um, Epic Yarn is still in the fucking wrapper, and well, you at least you played enough to talk about half an hour's worth of what you've been playing, and that's 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 all the world can hope for from from here. Yeah, I suppose so. It's better than yeah, I'm playing more. Pleasure <laughs> playing. Yeah. 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 So what have you been playing? Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh. That's why I said it's better than what I was about to say, which is, yeah, we talked about it. Um, yeah, no, I so I passed 50% of it. Um, I'm in the Mortal Kombat 3 part. Um, uh, and, you know, Cabal is in this game, so it's interesting to see where he came from and how, how he came about. Um, and, uh, that you know, I mean, we, we talked about Mortal Kombat just now, so that's what I've been playing. <laughs> Excellent. We do, bef- before we break off to talk about fanboys and PSN, with the two separate topics, by the way. We do have a question on the Twitters from uh, let's let let's see. It is from Edgy Buccaneer. Here we go. Question: What do you guys want in the Wii Two, regardless of what's been been announced or rumored so far? Well, I got a great answer for you, Edgy. Listen to episode two twelve. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. <laughs> we we did we did just talk about that though. Yeah. Um, and also uh, I'd like to say um. And this probably isn't answering your question because this isn't what you asked. But I, what I don't want in Wii Two is for it to be called Wii Two. Yes, <laughs> call, just call it the Revolution to make me happy, please. Um, yeah, uh, that's it. That's it for our introductory to Science of One Hundred and One. Uh, we're gonna take a break. You know, shoot some hoops, take a leak. Excellent. Maybe you know, take a poop. Terminated. Terminated. I don't know. No, no. Governated will be back. We are back. Um, wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update on what's been going on PSN since last week. So, let's see. What uh, May 4th was Star Wars Day, and that was still this past week, so uh, we got to go back a ways. But since last week... Sunday, uh, we have uh, Kazuo. Sunday, Sunday, Wait. Sunday. Yes, yes, Sunday was Kazuo Hirai. Kazuo Hirai! I think that was Sunday, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was Sunday morning, because I had announced it on the podcast. Uh, they bowed for seven whole seconds. <laughs> um, they apologized like 30 times. Uh, right. They they didn't really reveal anything new. But unfortunately, everything new happened after that. 
Right. And I think what, what funny, and I'm just going to go through the headlines here, but I think what's funny is just that Congress directing question towards Sony. Mm-hmm. It's it, and I, I just think it's interesting how far this has gone and like how serious this actually is. Um, and, and actually, there's a funny point for the fanboy thread uh, that that, I, that I'm going to talk about in maybe 20 minutes. But you know, it's it's gotten so widespread that you know I was having lunch with my mom the other day, and you know she's reading the Chinese paper. All right, from Taiwan. She looks up and she's like, "So what? What's going on with Sony? Like, why do they have people's information?" So I had to explain to her, like, "Oh, you know, they do a lot of other content." Um, and and this is you know a completely removed from technology person we're talking about here. So I had to explain to her that Sony doesn't just make TVs; they also you know prov- they also make entertainment software like MMOs mm-hmm. um, and their PlayStation. And in order to use some of that stuff, you have to subscribe. Um, but but just the fact that you know it it, it got to a point where the one of the two family one of the two people in my close family who doesn't know how to use a DVD remote is all of a sudden asking about what's going on with Sony, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, wow, this you know this has gone pretty widespread, and they're they're talking about it on like on, on the news station on Ten Ten Winds and stuff, and yep, and, and, and you know eventually, and I don't know how how the, how much this has affected their stock price, but you know that they're talking about it. Probably gonna be talking about it like on financial shows. So like Jim Cramer's trying to be like Sony, <laughs> so they've let a lot of people's information out now. I say sell and blah blah blah. I'm loud and I'm Jim Cramer, Mad Money, mm. you know shit like that. Um, so yeah, it's gotten to Congress and then you know now we actually have a hard number. Uh, they're saying that 900 credit card numbers from from their SOE servers were apparently breached. Or 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 exposed. And they had to take that because, down. Yeah. So like, if if you played, you know, if, God forbid, Star Wars Galaxies was still alive, I don't or even the Matrix know. Online, you know. But like EverQuest, what else is SOE? It's EverQuest. Um, uh, uh, I, I, it's a not Warcraft. Not uh, Warcraft. No, no, not Warcraft. Um, DC Universe Online is a big one. Yes, because that that just came out or something. Like yeah. That. Um. There was another and, like. Hero Champions Online, I think that's what it is. I think ah. Champions Online might be a Sony game. Champions, and then do do, do they do the whole? Uh, did they do the whole legacy of City and Villains, uh, City of Heroes and City of Villains? No, no, that's NCSoft. That's NCSoft. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, th- I mean that, that that great. You know, if you uh, let's see, so it says Sony Online outlines a plan to make good to subscribers, and the press release says. SOE will grant customers 30 days of additional time on their subscriptions in addition to compensating them one day for each day the system is down. So they basically get a month plus. Mm -hmm. It is also in the process of outlining a make-good plan on its PlayStation 3 MMOs, which would be DC Universe Online and Free Realms. I don't know what that is. Never heard. Um, But, like, if you were a consumer who had your credit card numbers potentially exposed... Which, you know, is still kind of up in the air right now, but, you know, if you were an MMO customer at the very least, you know that 900 numbers are exposed. Um, and someone said that they were outdated numbers, so it's yeah, still... Like 07, but still, yeah, you could but be still, a that, subscriber from you know, 07. Right. Um, well, no, not only that, but, like, you know, you get a new credit card number, you usually get the same number. Yeah, if you renew your credit card. The only thing that's different is security code. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, what if you were like, what what would make good be for you? Like, I got my credit card number compromised. So, how are you going to make it up to me? Like, I can't even fathom what I would like, what I would want out of the night. And like, we're part of this because you and I have PSN accounts. Yeah. Um. Mm, I don't know, but 
definitely if I was a subscriber a month plus a day, you know, or not a day, but a, excuse me, a month plus like two weeks or some shit, um, six weeks of playtime, which is only like $21, um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if I, my, I, if my, if I was a victim of identity theft, that's kind of fucked up. $21. There's, there, there's no way that you can make good on that. Right. You know how to make good on that? You, you know, you pay me for all the shit that I was charging against. And I know that, the, you know, the credit card companies, when you get their identity theft, they they take care of that. And I guess that's their job. Yeah, that is but their job. But still, like, I, I see, the other thing is that I don't know how that how that affects your credit. Kind of like when you are in a car crash, whether or not it was your fault that goes against your insurance. Yeah. So how does that, that work for credit cards? Okay, because I mean, but th- th- at the same time, all the grief that you've gone through for you know changing your your you know your card and, and your your address is still out there. Yep. You know, so and I changing mean, your credit card costs somebody money. I mean, it costs right. you time, but it costs the bank money. Right. Um. So I don't know what'll make good could be. like I couldn't even think. I would just be like, "Yo, you fucked up. You know, give me a free PlayStation." <laughs> <laughs> free PlayStation. That that would I don't be. Know. I mean, granted, they give you a free PlayStation. It makes you buy games, and then they will buy. They will make money off of the. Give me a free PlayStation and a hundred dollars. Uh, no, not even. Give me a free PlayStation and like ten games. <laughs> Those would be the only games I own because I don't play PlayStation. Right. That's why I'm asking you for one. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. But yeah. Did you uh, know about the news that unfolded later in the week where they revealed that um, they they revealed that they found a file somewhere left on, in their system by Anonymous? It, the file was oh. called Anonymous, and inside the file it said "We are Legion," which apparently is their calling yeah, card. Oh, right, right, right. We are Anonymous. We are Legion. That's what it says. But then, like, there's they they released a statement later that was like, if a legitimate, uh, let's see. If a legitimate and honest investigation into the credit card theft is conducted, Anonymous will not be found liable. While we are a distributed and decentralized group, our leadership does not condone credit card theft. We are concerned with the erosion and privacy – I'm sorry, the, with the erosion of privacy and fair use, the spread of – oh, my God. The spread of corporate feudalism and the abuse of power and the justifications of executives and leaders who believe themselves immune personally and financially for the actions they undertake in the name of corporations and public office, but they don't believe in credit card theft. So – <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like they 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 did something, but they didn't take the credit card numbers. And how you know? Do you do you take them at face value? Or I do you not. You know what I mean? See, it, you, it's, you, it's, and it's, you never know. You can't really put your finger on that one either. Because I mean, you know, you know that like yes, I, I I do understand that these understand. I do understand that these groups like believe in their causes, and they don't. They they you know supposedly they don't outside the bounds of their causes. Right. But at the same time, are you sure? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Can you be sure? Right. I mean, there could be, like, some dude there who is just really, really um, extremist. And they did and, it. And, and they you know, use and they're, they're trying to say, And they're trying to say, like, oh, well, he don't work for us. He's one of us, but he wasn't doing that in our name. Well, you know what? He was part of you. And, you know, that... So that puts you that puts your name there, whether you want it or not. Exactly. So, um, but let's see. This is a file you said, and then mm-hmm. let me a see file what called else anonymous. Right. 
Uh, elsewhere in the statement, Anonymous was quick to and this is reporting from our own Alex Nav- our own friend Alex Navarro, um, East Coast bound. Anonymous was quick to point out that their corporate adversaries have in the past taken erroneously to, to oh taken to erroneously blaming them for things that they did, had nothing to do with, effectively insinuating that Sony may just be accusing them due to lack of any other feasible target. Uh, I don't know. I mean, again, you know, oh, fair use and privacy and we're leading crusade against that. It doesn't really fucking matter now at this point. Um, regardless of whether or not they're the ones who took credit card numbers or whatever they, I mean, I think that they're enabling in some way yeah, all this to happen. You know, at least on a technological standpoint. Hey, guess what? It can be done. Here's how to do it. So go ahead and do it, you know. But enough about Anonymous. Uh, we, we have another one uh, that says that... <laughs> And this is fucked up. A security expert testifies that Sony knew its security was out of date for months. Mm. So, great. You know, I'm glad that, and the, apparently there's a picture of this dude in a bow tie on C-SPAN. <laughs> but, so let's read from Giant Bomb's own Alex Navarro. Specifically, Speffer claims that Sony employees were well aware that the company's security measures were out of date and vulnerable to attack. Spafford's, Spafford's claims come from an open internet forum used by security experts, including several Sony employees. According to him, several people on these forums realized that Sony's systems were, quote, very old versions of Apache software that were unpatched and had no firewall installed, hmm. end quote. The issue was reported, quote, two or three months prior, end quote, to the attack that brought out the PSN service. What the fuck are they doing then? What are, what are they doing? They were keeping their asses open. <laughs> <laughs> Rear entry. But, I, I mean, seriously, it's like, and again, this is something that you and I brought up last week as just kind of a what if. We don't know. You and I don't know how their financial infrastructure works. We don't know what they dedicate their money to. We don't know what Microsoft dedicates its money to. But d- anything can be hacked. Granted, but is it, you know, is it us falling for marketing that maybe I want to believe that some of that $50 a year that's going to Xbox Live is going towards maintenance of security on Xbox Live? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe it's a sham. Maybe they don't do shit, and they're just saying, yo, this $50 is what you pay to get our stuff, you know, and no, we don't put it towards improving our security, you know, but at the same time, it, it, it you know, it calls to question, you know, would... Paying Sony fifty dollars a year fund any research into better security on a persistent level. I don't know, but sometimes you buy peace of mind, like you buy shit from a you know a shady insurance salesman. But you buy peace of mind, and I I have to wonder, like I don't I don't know how deep t- deeply we should go with conspiracy theory and all that crap. But still, like mm. you think about it, it's like okay, is it really a case of you get what you pay for? Possibly. Yeah. Like, what are they doing if if this shit is like outdated? What are they doing? Are they, you know fun curiosity? Okay, great. You 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 started a new thing with the letter Q in it. Great. <laughs> I'm excited. And your, your security is still shit by then. Security. Maybe update your security and spell that you know with a fucking Q. But you know I I, I don't know this this it, you know this is. This is actually somewhat news to me, like reading this, but, you know, it only came out yesterday, so uh, I'm excusing myself from that. But, yeah, I mean, um, that, that, it's a little ridiculous to me. Um, and then, and then here, is, here is their make-good plan, at least in Europe. Sony yeah. Europe to offer select PS3 and PSP games. Games? PSN's back oh, on, oh, on PSN. So, so let's see what they say. Uh, on the European... This is from, again, Giant Bomb, Patrick Klepek. On the European PlayStation blog, we've learned that Sony will offer up five different PlayStation 3 games and four P3 
PSP games. You won't be able to download all five. You'll get two from each. Hmm. So basically, probably like shit hey, games. you want Ape Escape? Yeah. It's free. This is and they don't even specify whether or not it's free. It just says they'll offer it. So I mean, obviously, I think they're talking about free, but you know, we'll announce details of the Welcome Back program. You know, and and obviously they have to do this. I mean, they have to put some PR spin on it. So it's not a we're back from being down. It's hey, we went on vacation for a little bit. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Thank you so much for coming back to PSN. Well, kind of had no choice. We have to log on and see what credit card number was on our account. Yep. You know, but thanks for the warm welcome. And change and, our and, password. Right. By counting the number of asterisks. I don't know. But, yeah, I – this is, you know, I, I feel – you know, part of me is just like, yo, Sony, WTF. But at the same time, it's also like I, I feel kind of bad for them. Um, like, you know, I don't I don't feel bad for a nameless, faceless corporation, but I feel bad for the people who are involved in this, like saying like, you know, holy shit, you know, we – we're working overtime just to get this crap fixed, and and, and, and you know I I, I w- huh, and it's still not fixed, yet. and it's still not fixed, you know, and and I you know, I, I and I don't know if I recounted this tale on the podcast before, like you know I work in consulting, and you know a, a lot of what we do is implementing new systems for our clients. You know they want to be more efficient, and so they, you know they they use third party software or they use custom software that we build or at least implement for them, and you know what we're there for is our project management project management skills. And this one thing that we did for one random client um, was, you know, based on third-party software, who in turn used a third-party host out in New Jersey. Well, the system went down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we as a project management firm were like, you know, we were on the ball. We were like, all right, what the fuck happened? You know, you guys are responsible for this. You know, we're going to, you know, heads are going to roll. We're going to find the people who are responsible and make them fix it in XYZ. And, you know, the guys who are on the the other end, like, they really didn't want to say anything because of, you know, uh, and I'll tell you why. But, like, they were like, yeah, there was a hardware issue in one of our boxes. And we're like, well, root cause analysis. You have to tell us what that means. Hardware issue. So that it does not happen again or we know how to prevent it. Oh, it was... It was a failure. (laughs) Okay, so does that mean the box shorted out? Does that mean the software crashed? Like, what? Tell us. Like, we're looking into that. Mind you, this was at midnight because the system had gone down at 11 p.m. and there are people, people in Europe, not I'm sorry, people in Asia using it. This during their daytime, mm-hmm. and we're all like all of us, the, 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 the us as consultants, some people from the actual client, some people from the third party vendor. We're all up on the conference call, like you know, trying to get this thing sussed out. Eventually, someone comes back and is like, "So there was scheduled maintenance on one of the boxes, and." the inappropriate drive was removed. And we're like, wait a second. So you're telling me that some dude walked into the server closet and turned off the wrong server? <laughs> yes. Yes. Everybody and that was like, like, I, like I, I was really like, like all of us were livid at the fact that someone did that, but at the same time, I felt really bad for the guy who had to say it. Yeah. Because he was just like, this is really, really ridiculous. And so now I go back to this, and I'm like, you know, this, yes, their security was out of date, um, but that's kind of like saying, oh, someone hacked into my laptop because I didn't update my virus definitions two days ago. You know, so it's your fault, but if people weren't assholes, you wouldn't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like I can only be so, you know, indignant and, and, and I can only feel so entitled as a customer towards Sony when really, like, there, there are a whole bunch of assholes out there who, you know, they, they, they mess stuff up. 
you know, and and yes, it's their job to guard against this type of stuff. But you know, in an ideal, and you know, this is idealist, this is not pragmatic. But like, ideally, you know, why why should we have to deal with people hacking into a system and taking people's credit card numbers? Why, you know, well, you know, people are assholes, people steal things. I get it, but it kind of sucks. And they weren't to me; they were having a good two year span up until this point. Two year, you know, I I, I say for the past two years they've been you know on the rise. Oh, 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 I thought something happened two years ago. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I think two years ago we were still talking about, oh, maybe this is Sony's year that they overtake Microsoft or whatever, because everybody was still on Xbox's jock. You know, then they come out with the new PS3. You know, they reduce the price. Um, Uncharted 2 comes out and blows people away. Um, you know, it just... PSN is is ever increasing in in terms of the quality of the games that it's presenting and and the support that it gives to more indie developers. Like if you notice, like I feel like I f- I feel like a lo- like some of the projects that come out of PSN are somewhat more like I don't want to say artsy fartsy, but you know a little bit more daring, slightly more daring than the ones that come out on XBLA. And then you know this shit happens, you know, mm-hmm. um, which you know. Conveniently, is great ammunition for our little fanboy talk. But I mean, what are what are your thoughts on this before we before we leave this little debacle or debacle? <laughs> however, you want to, however, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah, pronounce, 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 pronounce. Emphasis on the wrong syllable. Ah, yes, yes. Fight. Uh, You're pronouncing your shit wrong. I don't like you anymore. Round one, fight. <laughs> X-ray. Phonetics. Um, you know, I'm kind of just sitting around waiting. Uh, I have faith that credit card information is relatively safe, or if it has. Oh goodness! What the hell's going on? Uh, if anybody of you are yawning now, listening to the podcast, email us at mylbagatdragons.net. Right. Uh. What was I saying about uh, can you have some? You're just uh, waiting for yeah, 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 yeah. I'm <laughs> waiting for this shit to come back up so I can kind of check on things. But I've you know I look at my my money every day, so I know that nothing's happened to my account okay. so far. Okay. And I just hope that if in fact there were credit cards that were taken, that um that at least mine isn't affected because it's a lot of right. bullshit to go through and oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't oh, wish that on anybody because it's a lot of bullshit I mean there's some people who really get hit hard on uh, identity theft and you know they have these things like uh, there was a commercial where somebody was saying that uh, you know these people had their address and their credit card information or whatever and they were ordering cell phones and having the cell phones delivered to their house and they would sit and wait outside the prison yeah, 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 yeah. and I'm like that's really fucked up Yo, I, th- th- there's a commercial on on the news for like for some security firm to protect your house that uses that example like as part of their marketing. I'm like, yo, yeah. that, that's no, I, you know, if I may divulge a humorous story from our past, uh, I was at a work function like at a friend's at a work at a colleague's birthday celebration or whatever, and you would come along. Me? This was back in this was back in oh three oh four, and. This? This is back in 0304. I mean, uh, not when was this, but I, I, don't, uh, I guess that's why I don't remember. So we were hanging out and drinking, and I think uh, you had had – it was a combination of you had had too much to drink and your sleeping patterns are – you know, you, you somehow man through your life on only an hour of sleep a day. I don't know how you do it, but congratulations. In 03? I, 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 I was unemployed in 03, so I, I oh, was okay. probably just not sleeping at all. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, we had to leave because you were do- dozing at a table. Oh, I doze at tables a lot. Yeah, the bouncer made us leave. And so we're in the cab, and you were super drunk, but I was drunk. I remember and this. And so, yeah, and like you were like nodding your head in the cab like, Bleh. and I'm like, all right, man, we're going to my place. You're not going all the way home. Yep, I remember that. I want to sleep on the couch, and you sleep in the bed, you know, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know any of this and until next morning. I, I, <laughs> I'm helping you out of the cab. As I'm helping out of the cab, I'm paying the cab. I have no idea why I didn't separate the two actions, but I take my wallet out. I pay the cabbie, and in order to help you out of the cab, instead of putting my wallet back in my pocket, I put it on the seat. Right, I remember that. And I help you out of the cab, and it's such a struggle because I'm drunk and you're super drunk, and like you know, you're not fat, but like you're built, so you're heavy. Yeah. And so I'm like, I just drag you upstairs, and I'm like, wait a second. Where's my wallet? And I run downstairs, and I see a cab there. It's not the same cabbie. And I'm like, can I look in your cab? He's like, I don't know you. And I'm like, I left my wallet in your cab. And he's like, that, that wasn't me. And I'm like, fuck. The next day, I call the credit card company, and I start to cancel that card or I get a new one. And they're like, oh, um, so you got your card stolen? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, so I'm reading off your charges here. From the, for, so, so are you telling me that the charges that you made in the last six hours are not yours? I'm like, there were charges made in the last six hours? And they're like, yeah. Um, there's a charge for like some women's clothing store on 125th Street for $150 worth of clothing. I'm like, that is not me. Insanity. And like, you know, I went to the precinct and like I got all these forms to fill out for identity theft. And they're like, yo, you're going to need to get your license renewed and all that shit and all that stuff. And it was a nightmare, you know. And fortunately, I only had 50 bucks in cash in there, but, like, the rest of the stuff had to cancel. I lost my student ID, so I couldn't get back into, like, NYU buildings to, like, take advantage of their free shit. Right. You know, now I have to get an alumni card, and I'm too late to do that. It, it, oh, oh. Pain. So, yeah, that was a lost wallet, not a lost, uh, not just a stolen identity, but whatever. Yeah, but in, in the end, it was still stolen identity, because you, didn't you have, like, some ID in there? Yeah, my driver's license. Yeah, so, that, psh, that's theft of your identity. Yeah. They didn't pick up the wallet and go, oh, I know where this guy lives because I see on his uh, ID that he lives here. Let me go here and drop it off. Right. Which is what of I would have done. Yeah, but, you know, you're a human being, so. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's you know, it's not a pretty thing in, in the fact that PSN has all that shit on there. Like, if I didn't live in a condominium where, you know, there's a front desk, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, there's security around that shit, you know, some kind of security. Like, I'd be like, yo, I don't want people coming to my house, you know? Like, some random person can't just can't just order a cell phone to my address and go in and pick it up. Because they're going to be like, you need to sign for it. Who the hell are you? You're right. not, you don't live in this apartment building. Or you don't live in that apartment. I don't know. When did you move in? Show me some ID. Th- that face isn't yours. You don't look like a five foot six Asian dude. <laughs> or you're a five foot six Asian dude, but I'm not going to fall for that. You all, Not all of you look alike. You look slightly different than the guy who's been living here for 26 years. So, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Mm. Sony! Wait, 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 wait. I hear through the ether, I'm getting a message. Uh-uh. Wait, wait. It's from Tony, and he says, fuck Sony! Yep. There you go. I can, Hi, Tony. I can feel that. Uh, fuck Sony! Uh, but yeah, uh, that, you know, that leads into to our little fanboy discussion, and, and um, there's a basketball thread that my friends and I are on and and you know I think I've talked about this in the past. It's like tw- and my half the time my email goes down because of it. It's like 20, 20 of us talking about hoops and whatever. Randomly, we will start to talk about video games. 
And like, because you know, Ron is on that thread, and our friend Ron from Forty Seven Communications, you know, mm-hmm. you know, he he does his job well. He does his job very well on that thread. Whenever Mortal Kombat or a new Street Fighter game or whatever comes out, he's like, "Yo, bitches, cop this game because it's hot." And we're all like, "Ron, it's hot because you work for the company that." You know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I know, but it's still hot." And we're like, "You know, you're you're right. It is hot." Um, and then inevitably the discussion will break out of I'm getting the PS3 version why are you getting the PS3 version ain't no online on PS3 hey my, <laughs> my online works fine I don't have to pay $50 for a console that breaks you know and it just goes back and forth and back and forth and it's like oh well you know like uh, one of our friends is like oh the Xbox 3, 360 controller does not fit in the hand as if like his hand is the ultimate hand of life you know it doesn't mm. fit in the hand you know and I'm like fits in my hands and he's like well you know the D-pad is shit and I'm like you're right on that point and then, like, people who love Xbox is like, nah, the D-pad on Sony is shit because it's, like, in segmented buttons. And, like, I usually bring out that argument, but I still like it better than the 360 D-pad, you know? Yeah, like, oh, I do too. You know, it's, it just breaks out into, like, sometimes they have good points, but ultimately it boils down to, like, yo, this is what fits my preferences. But whatever fits their preferences, it's like, well, my preferences are the word of law. My preferences are what God hands down as the yeah. ultimate or Allah or whatever. And it's like, uh, you know... I worship at the altar of it. And the funniest thing is the fact that Ron, God bless him, it, it has been laughing at anybody who used PSN, like anybody who, who who's a Sony fanboy on the thread. And like whenever a new piece of news comes out about like, oh, you know, here, here here's what was found, here's what was stolen. He just goes, blah, ha, 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 Sony fanboys, eat that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, Ron, remember not four years ago when you were a Sony fanboy? <laughs> I remember those. And the only thing he could respond is dot 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 touche, mm. and you know it's 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 stuff like that. You know it's like this forum stuff, not just on our email thread, but like things in the forum, like yo, the, your system only sold five hundred thousand units, and ours sold two million. And I'm like, okay, but I'm having fun with my system. Or Shoot, yo, I would be like oh, so your, where's your the system, dividends? Yeah, like, oh, your, so your system is like you know. Two things duct taped together. No one cares about that. I was like, well, sales dictate otherwise. Yep. You know, and, and it's like, I I always, and I know why, because you and I have been there. And that's actually part of the discussion that I want to get to. But we've been there. We, we know why we're fanboys. But it, it's always like, at a certain point, don't you grow out of it? Like, I really think that that's like, that's, that's, a, that's a super childish thing. Mm-hmm. That like, and it goes all the way back down to you know when when Pete was talking about getting a new video card, and he was like, "I don't ever buy ATI," and we're like, "Why not?" It's like all my friends like they, you know they 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 don't you know whatever. I, I can't remember what his reasoning was, and I'm like, "Well, you realize that in some circumstances they are the better product, and you should buy what the better product is." And they're like, "He's like, yeah, well, I've never had a problem with ATI uh, with Nvidia and like." People have have been like annoyed with it. and like well what have they been annoyed by and like you know that's when I broke out the feature by feature list of like yo right. you, you realize that an oblivion Nvidia cards don't do a certain thing so you know when people say well I don't I don't like this like you you have to give me a reason why you can't just you know? say I, I don't like it because it's ATI or I don't like it because right. it's Sony or I don't like them because they're from New York. <laughs> yeah, and like so on on this on this on this thread, you know, when we're talking about the PSN stuff going down, and like there were so many people like, yo, I was, you know, all these, you know, all these youngsters try to come up to us and be like, yo, you know, that 360 is sh- is, is the shit, and I respond to them, no, it is shit because you know the failure rate of it is thirty percent. That's true. Mm-hmm. That was three years ago. Now that's not the case. 
So for you to, you know, for you're, you're basically using old ammunition when, you know, what they're talking is about, like, yo, I'm buying a new console, I'm buying a 360, it hasn't, these new ones don't break, it's a thing of the past, you know what's the thing, a thing of the present is PSN being down. Yeah. And none of them are talking about that, and they're like, it's okay, lol, I don't play that much online anyway, I'm addicted to the single player mode anyway, I'm like, you're missing the point, the point is that your shit is compromised, so for you to sit there and say, oh, my, the, the company that I follow is God. And it doesn't matter when they falter because it doesn't affect me anyway. Oh, it affects you. Trust me. It affects you. Anything that a company does wrong will affect you. And for for us to pretend that like that's why and you know, I you know, if 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 I'm going to disclose and everybody knows this already, but if I'm going to disclose which company I favor the most, it's Nintendo. And I'm sitting here like every three weeks I'm gonna have a rant about the stupid friend codes or whatever, because what they're doing is wrong, I think. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that they're infallible, but you know, when you get to a certain point, like what what causes you to think that your platform of choice is infallible? And I know you've been there in the past, like when you were a kid. Like what what caused you to be so bold and adamant about like what, what are you talking about this you know this PlayStation stuff? I, I could go further back than that because um, really for me it was Nintendo versus Sega, and it right. was perpetuated by both companies in the media. But when I grew up. I grew up with a Nintendo, and that was all I had. And right. I think that my love for Nintendo, based on the fact that my uncle did have a Master System, and the Sega Master System wasn't... Like, it had... I, I would say that it had better graphics, in, in, in marginally better graphics, but they were practically, like, in the same class. Right. Uh, Nintendo was much more popular... With the entertainment system, um, more people had it. The video stores, uh, when you know games were being rented, they rented those games. They didn't rent Master System games. Uh, Master System games actually wound up being, you know, cast into rarity. Uh, so when it came time for the Genesis to come out, it would like infuriate me when they would say the Genesis does what Nintendo don't because uh, I felt like they were attacking all that I knew and loved in the video game world. Right. You know, it's like, no, you don't say that about my mama. That kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, no, totally. So, you know, that I think, and plus being a child, uh, right, having those types of attitudes, I think, is more, um, you know, it's more accepted. And going to school and, you know, everybody pretty much is just talking about Nintendo because... Uh, that was all anybody had. That that was the you know that was back in the day when your parents have only bought you like three games a year, and they only bought you the console because they were games for it. That was when this console ain't got no games really mattered because right. a console yep. really didn't have any games. Like oh, you go get TurboGrafx sixteen. Uh, nobody where I live knew what TurboGrafx was. Keith Courage in Alpha Zone. And honestly, that game and Bonk's Adventure and Raiden were the only three games I actually owned for TurboGrafx-16. No Strip Fighter? No, because that's a... <laughs> that was a CD game. Oh, okay. Uh, it, I don't even fucking know. Yeah, I just know it exists. Fighting Street was a TurboGrafx CD game, and um, it was hard enough to get a TurboGrafx-16, right. and it was hard enough to get Bonk's Adventure, uh, because... Bonk's Adventure was like... See, I don't remember that era at all, so it was, like, the 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 supply was definitely not meeting demand? No, it wasn't that the supply wasn't meeting demand, it was just that there was uh, so little marketing presence, and there okay. was so okay. little distribution of it, that 
you couldn't just go to like I don't even know if it was available like at the Wiz because that you know the Wiz was around at that time. Um, I don't know if it was available at Toys R Us. I, I don't even remember where my my father got it from. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> but. I do know that the only places that I saw TurboGrafx games were like in the flea markets, like oh, up on shit. 181st Street. Like you see a yeah. ton of games up Who there in Chinatown. You see a ton of games, but couldn't get them because they were like they were expensive. They were like sixty bucks, shit. and sixty bucks back in 1991, 1990 yeah. was mm-hmm. a lot of money. It's like a gold coin, right? Uh, so you know you stick with the Nintendo games and. Um, then Genesis came out, and I um, got one for my birthday for my mom, uh, because after years and years of being like, you know, fuck Sega, fuck the Genesis, I don't care what they say, I'm not getting it. Um, <laughs> and my uncle had it, and I did play it a bit, but I was just saying, I have more fun with Nintendo, I have more fun with Nintendo. And then I finally got one because it was like a, it was a combo pack with Alter Beast or whatever. And oh, that game. Yeah, that game. <laughs> And being, what, I think 12, um, you know, got a Genesis with Alter Beast, and I was really happy about it. And, and then it started to really kind of open me up to uh, the fact that other console makers and other, you know, brands actually do have good to contribute. But still, nowadays, they don't do it anymore. But back in the 90s, they were fighting each other over the media and they were really shaping people's minds. And I, I guess maybe you can't really do that anymore. Right. But, you know, Sega was doing it hardcore with the, the Game Boy, the and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that was messed up. That made me mad about the Game Gear. And I, I mean, granted, I, I really liked the Game well, Gear when you, I you had know what my else? hands on it. You, you talked about school, right? And, yeah. and, and all that shit talking that happens in the media mm-hmm. between the consoles like that you know what 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 solidifies that in a young child's mind you know when they're playing their video games and they have this thing that, the, the things that they like and not only is you know the media saying something like this but then your friends or or, or, or people you dislike or whoever mm-hmm. on the playground are saying like yo I got what you don't I got a Genesis because your Nintendo don't and then it's like then it becomes even more personal because there's a kid saying that to your face True. And it's like it, you know what I mean. It's it's you know it's it's like that disc culture of like yo you know I you know get, look at look at poor little Tommy he's he's stuck with his Nintendo his mama can't afford to buy him a Genesis. True, and Genesis you know, and is that, the future because it's got better graphics. Yeah, more graphics. Then, like, I'm sorry, I hated that comment. Yeah, and then like uh, more graphics, more uh, more gameplay, mm. and then like you know Super Nintendo comes out and then they fire back like yeah well I got Super Nintendo what you crusty old Genesis you know it, and it, it it's. It's not just a fanboy. It's just not just fanboy mentality. It's just the idea that you're better than the other person, right? And, and what you have is better than the other person. I was going to expand on that uh, yeah. later because I think that that is linked to something else that I think explains why, like in your basketball thread, people do that. And I kind of halfway revealed what I was going to say, but let me go but back. What's interesting? What's interesting is that it's so fitting because this applies to anything. You know, because right. we have our favorite teams on that on that thread, and we're sitting there going like, "Oh, my team is." And that's what I'm. That's what I was gonna get yeah. at. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's all right. Uh, but the thing is, see, I never really saw much of that, like people saying it to your face, kind of, "My console's better than yours," or "Sega's better than Nintendo," or you know, "Our our games are better than yours." Until um, like junior high and high school, when 
Super Nintendo was going, you know, up against the Genesis and Sega CD, and then PlayStation comes out, and then 64 come out, and then Saturn, and then you start getting into, you know, the PlayStation fanboys, like where uh, Final Fantasy VII was the all-be-all for all video games, and if you weren't down on Final Fantasy VII... uh, that meant you. That meant you weren't down with Sony. That meant you weren't down with me. And you know, it was just like, <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, so I, and I, I'm, you know, after this point, you know, when I got the Genesis, I started to believe that really games were all about just having fun. So why restrict myself to one console when another console may have something that. I want that I can't get on this console. So that's when I started, you know, having a Nintendo and a Genesis. And then I had, um, you know, Super Nintendo, a Genesis, Saturn. And then I had the Saturn, the PlayStation, the N64. And it was kind of in that order. Um, right. You know, then the Dreamcast. And from the Dreamcast, it went to, I had years and years and years and years of waiting, and getting the PlayStation 2, not getting an Xbox at all. And then. You got the GameCube first, did you? Got, uh, well, I had the GameCube way before the. Um, the PlayStation 2. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Uh, but then I get the PlayStation 2 like a year or two before it went slim. Uh, but it was like when it came out with the broadband adapter. I bought it and got um, Resident Evil. Resident Outbreak. Evil, yes. Which, unfortunately, you know, this is one of the benefits of having server-based, uh, you know, having that, that Xbox Live structure. If right. Resident Evil Outbreak was out for Xbox Live for 360 or something like that, it would still be supported today. Right, but, but you can't play Resident like Resident Evil Outbreak is really just a coaster at this moment. Uh, I could play single player, yeah, but you know you could put in Tony Hawk Three for the PlayStation Two and still find games online. They took the server down, mm-hmm. but like I, I saw this on they, they were they were running a video feature of this on Giant Bomb actually. They they put the disc in, it accesses the main server, it says cannot access main server, and then churns a little bit more and says, "Would you like to create a server?" And you say, "Okay, oh wow, you're online." <laughs> That's good. At least you can still create your own sessions. Yeah. I don't think in um, Outbreak you could because like they had to send out this whole thing that, oh, we can't do this anymore, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, what's funny? What's funny is that that type of uh, mentality is still kind of extending. Like Demon Souls, for example. Uh, Demon Souls was going to shut down sometime this year. Uh, right. But because it sold so well and it got into greatest hits and it kept selling uh, last year, they decided to extend it into 2012. Right. So, you know, in 2012, you don't know for sure, but it's possible that, you know, you might not be able to play Demon's Souls online anymore, and that's going to uh, cause problems. Fuck Sony! <laughs> so anyhow, uh, back to the to the matter at hand. As uh, Perfection is perfected, so I'm going to let him understand. Exactly. From a young Al's perspective. Um, I'm not going to say the following part, because that's rated M for mature. Ha ha ha. Um... Going into uh, just nowadays, because after high school, you, I didn't really experience any of that stuff in college. Because um, everybody well, was just well, there were the GameFAQs message boards. Oh yeah, see, I didn't spend too much time on the GameFAQs message boards. You could talk about that. Um, you spent enough time to back me up. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I the only thing I can think of right now is Cloverleaf, and that that's funny enough. Oh God! Oh, don't don't even don't <laughs> oh, even give that thing any public publicity. Um, oh my God! So anyhow, I st- I'm still convinced uh, that that was a that was a joke account. Yeah, it's gotta be. I mean, granted, there was so much backed up, like um, you know, backstory toward that that person. I it, it couldn't be. It had to be made up. Um, 
but nowadays, you know, I still kind of see it, but I don't see it as much uh, in terms of people, individuals that I know. Uh, people are more open with things, but granted that everything costs so much money that yeah. people tend to still kind of hang on to what they like. Like, you know, people who are Sony fanboys, quote unquote, they are the ones who were on the line with 2006 paying five, $600 for a PS3. They didn't have an Xbox because they're like, you know, <clears throat> fuck that Microsoft Xbox pussy shit. <laughs> and, um, to just to end everything, it really does remind me of like sports and how when people talk about sports and especially in the playoff times, uh, they personify themselves and associate themselves with the team. Yep. And they use pronouns such as our, we, we, and, uh, I you know I always catch on Facebook like Ron his his letters to the Lakers fans because the Mavs are like whooping Lakers asses right now and God damn it see uh, tangent mm-hmm. I hate both teams so much <laughs> I want them to both like lose I want them to like somehow um, get down to the last five have everyone foul out except for the last five guys mm-hmm. and then like the the last two people on each team like commit a double foul on each other <laughs> and like both be dis- disqualified. <laughs> at a tie game. Well, you never know. I mean, the Mavs, boy, this is the semifinal, right? So that means yeah. that there's going to be another West. There's going to be the Western Conference Championship. No, but I mean, I want them to both lose now. Oh, God. <laughs> now. I don't want to see them ever again. I don't want to see either of them ever again. I, oh, I, oh, oh. Well, unfortunately, if I could, if I could, If I could simulate that situation at NBA 2K11, I would. I, um, I wrote a letter to Buddha. In fact. Yeah, I, I read that. Asking them to turn everybody on the court and on the bench into puppies. Mm-hmm. And, then, but, and, and since uh, what Kobe and, and who else? Dirk. Oh, uh, Kobe and Dirk, Dirk if were uh, already female dogs. <laughs> I was cracking up at that one. Uh, but yeah, back, enough tangents. Back to non. I, I apologize. I hate them. Yeah, God, um, I hate them so much. You know, I, I see that, and I think that a lot of the people who are still like serious console fanboys have that type of association with something else. I think that that's what drives them on. That's why they haven't, quote-unquote, grown out of it. Right. Um, like, people who are really, really reliant on, like, uh, Yankees fans and, um, you know, the, the big teams in sports. Like, back in, in the day, Chicago fans, but now, like, Lakers fans and, um, uh, let's see, football, it's Cowboys fans, I guess. <laughs> Even though the Cowboys haven't really won anything in a while, they, they're still, like, really that... Yo, we such and such and such. Uh, yeah, you know, for do sure. you play for the team? Do you make dividends off of the team? Do, are you associated in any way other than the fact that you watch this pride, baby? It's from pride. New York? You're not pride. even like you're not even going to that big ass expensive stu- stadium in Dallas. You don't live there. Hey, I'm a Bulls fan because Dennis Rodman had funky hair. <laughs> so there. Uh, so I, I I find that those two things are I think they're linked, and I think that. As long as someone is a super, super serious fanboy of a, a sports team and they play video games, that they, they there's a high chance that they are that a fanboy. Their personality is going to be they, that they, way. It's going to be fitting of preferring one company's console over another in a very extreme way. Yeah. It's it's funny. I, I feel like like when I, when I was a kid, I was super I, – I fell into the Nintendo camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and – to to be quite honest, the whole driving force, you know, besides the whole fanboyism thing, was, you know, simply put, like when I was playing Genesis games on my friends, Genesis, 
I was like, like, this, it's the same reason why I have a Wii, why I got a GameCube, and that kind of failed me in, in this specific regard. But where was the Mario? Mm. Where was the Zelda? You guys don't have it. And this is not for nothing, not for, like, fanboy sake, but, like, those are quality titles. Yeah, those I mean, are kind those, of facts. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it, we're talking about some all-time greats here, you know? Um, and so back in the day, it's like, I didn't have my Punch-Out, I didn't have my, my Mario, I didn't have my Zelda on a Genesis. You know, later in life, you got Beyond Oasis, mm. or Legend of Oasis is Beyond was a Saturn game, right? Uh, no, Beyond was the original game. Uh, and Legend, Legend was Saturn, okay. Saturn okay, so you had, you know... Beyond Oasis, you had um, Fantasy Star 4, um, you had Sonic 2, mm-hmm. but you were still, you know, I was still sitting there going, like, I don't have what I want. And plus, they insulted me, so fuck them. <laughs> you know? Um, and it took me, it really took me a long time to, to come out of that. Um, I, there was this ridiculous conversation I had with my friend in sixth grade when he was like, How could you say that Nintendo, you know, on a hardware like he and we, this wasn't this, these weren't the words we used because we were stupid little kids. But the the uh, the spirit of the question was, how could you say that on a hardware level, Nintendo is better than Genesis? And, and I was just yes, like, right, right, right. And yeah. I was just like, because it is. You know, that's all I had. But I was like, <laughs> it, it is. And like, that, that's such a ridiculous thing to say. It's yeah. like, how stupid was I? That that is such a stupid thing for anybody to say. And like, all the way past the Super Nintendo era, like, and and the, the fact. The facts, unfortunately, helped me continue to be a fanboy. When Street Fighter came out for the two consoles, which one was a better one? Super Nintendo one. one. They had to create a whole new controller for in order to really play the Genesis one too. Right. When Mortal Kombat came out for Super Nintendo, everyone was hooting and hollering about how how terrible it played, you know, and that was the truth. But then when Mortal Kombat two came out, tables returned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, Genesis. And it was could, almost like, uh, you know. Mortal Kombat comes out and you're being kind of uh, like stoned because your version, you know, your version, but your, your favorite console's version doesn't play so well. But then you're so vindicated when Mortal Kombat 2 comes out and everybody's all saying, yeah, the Super Nintendo version is the best. Now you feel good. Your chest is all out. Shit. <laughs> Which is funny because the PC version is always the best one. Well, yeah, except back in the early 90s. Right, of course. No one knew what a PC was. Right. Shame on you. Um, but, like, you, you know, doing things like breaking out the EGMs and putting the screenshot side by side and saying, look how small your stupid Genesis character is. Look how big the Super Nintendo characters are. Uh-uh, they put the characters higher up on the screen so they look bigger. Uh-uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, and it's just, you know, that didn't go away. It stayed there, and it, it stayed with me all throughout... Um, High school, I never had a PlayStation. I never had an N64 in high school until my last year when I got you know, an internship and I got money and I decided to buy myself. Like, you were right. there with me when I bought my PlayStation mm-hmm. for the first time. Um, Didn't we well, buy PlayStation at the same time? Yeah, you know what I think we did? Yeah. I, I, I think we did buy a, buy, 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 buy a PlayStation at the same time. But, you know, it was one of those th- defining moments where it's just like, all right, I'm going over to the quote-unquote dark side because, you know what, there's no, there's no dark side. Yeah. This is really stupid. But, you know, I was still up on that, like, Dreamcast hatred thing because it was like, look, you know, Genesis came out. That was great. But then Sega CD, eh? 32X, eh? Like, what are they doing? Like, why do they keep on building this tower of crap? You know, and then the Saturn came out and they stopped supporting it. And so I'm like, why should I believe in the Dreamcast? And, like, it got to the point where, and this is well documented in previous podcasts and in your memory, but when you brought the Dreamcast over to work to play after hours and we were watching it on the projector, I literally could not tell the difference between that and the arcade version. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. 
of Soul Calibur. Right, because at the time, Soul Calibur in the arcade looked so great to me that that image carried on with me. So when I saw it on the Dreamcast, I'm like, what's what's the big deal? This looks just as good as I remember it. Right. Like, why are people saying it's better? Like, I could not... This And this this part may have been tainted by fanboyism, but it wasn't fanboyism because I literally... Like, I wasn't just saying that to say it. Like, I literally could not tell the difference. I really couldn't. And everyone in the room was like, what are you talking about? Like, you can't see that? And I'm like, no, I, I, I can't. I really can't. <laughs> then the next time I play it in the arcade, I'm like, oh my god. This is so much worse than you know than what's being on than what the Dreamcast is putting out. Like, what is wrong with my eyes? Like, I could not believe how bad it was. Um, but yeah, it, it's you know, and now I kind of like overcompensate for the fact that like I made stupid comments like it just is better. <laughs> you know, the yep. NES is just better. And like when you know when you know I you know I actually honestly think that the PlayStation Three is a better device. I really do. Than 360 because just, of uh well because of what because it I just want to make is. sure because it is because no, it is. because because I think it's built better it's got better features um it's got to me it's got exclusives that I care about mm-hmm. and the thing that's missing from it is the fact that is simply the market share of people who play online and the online support system I think as a piece of hardware it is better. I think the 360 controller is better. I think, excuse me, I think the 360 third-party support is better in the sense that the third parties give more care to the 360 version as their lead platform. Right. I think the online is better. But as a device, I I, I really don't know that there's, you know, a point of comparison. I, I really don't think that th- it's an argument. Um, that's just me. You know, I, I just think it's built better. But I, I bring that up to say that I'm sitting there on that basketball thread like defending the 360's honor, even though I know full well and good that it's had three years of chaos and terrible manufacturing. And we, like today, to this day, even though it hasn't happened recently, I'm still not sure if by buying a new console I'll still be safe. You know what I mean? Like I'm still, there's still that seed of doubt. Yeah. There's no peace of mind there. But I'm sitting there overcompensating saying, you know, well, no, 360, like you should, like telling a, telling a Sony person who has the third-party games who only plays online with their friends and rarely so, and has the exclusives that the 360 doesn't get, telling them about the merits of the 360. Why should I bother? They have the superior machine for what they need, but I'm overcompensating for it because I think fanboyism is so stupid that like, I'm compensating for the fact that I was one, and I'm compensating for the fact that like these guys on the thread, to me, don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and like I have to like come to the aid of one of the systems that they don't like. And then when someone else says, yeah, 360 rocks, PlayStation is a piece of shit and always has been, I have to say, well, no, hold on. You're also wrong. Blah, 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 blah. Like that, it's, it, you know, that's what it's kind of become for me now is like a defender of those machines who are defenseless when they really don't need to be defended because <laughs> they don't fucking care. They're boxes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just think it's an interesting phenomenon, and, and especially since like we were back, we were those types back in the day of like, you know, why are people still like this? And and you know, I, it's just interesting to me. And all those battles on the GameFAQs message boards, like all the stupid things that people would say. I'm pretty sure you they're know, still like, going on. They're still going, and like things like we used to be, like we used to hate on the Xbox and be like, you know what? I don't. And today, it, it's funny that we don't even consider that much. I was like, yo, we know that we deal with problems on our PCs with, like, defragging hard drives and all that shit and, like, all the nightmares that happen with a failed hard drive. How, you know, that's what we go to consoles to avoid. Yep. Now, you want us to expect, you want us to, us to believe that this is a good thing that you're putting a hard drive in the console? And, so, and like, first of all, that was ignorant in and of itself. 
because we're we know better now. We're like always harping like you know PC gaming. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with it. <laughs> Everything has a hard drive now. Yep. But well, the response almost. was just as ignorant. The response that I once got was, "It's just going to be a gigantic big ass memory card." Yeah. Which and it's it, like, do you some, know? Sometimes it actually was. No. No. Like. Well, the, not it's not physically, but in, in but he was talking about physically. Oh, but physically. I'm saying physically. He was like, "You don't have to worry about a failure. It's just going to be like a memory card. And memory cards don't fail." And I'm like, first of all, they do. They do a lot. <laughs> Second of all, like you have no idea about how things actually work. And that was the other thing that I think we had to us that that made us more confident in our fanboyism is that like we actually knew how, studied how shit worked. True. But that doesn't make that doesn't make what we're saying any more applicable. No. You know. Because it's not all about the hardware. It's about, like, in the at the end of the day, who buys it more and what's supported. That's right. it. Because that's um, where the better games are going to go. Going talking about, like, oh, this is what 128-bit actually means. Well, that doesn't really matter. Right. You know? It, 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 I don't know. Anyway, I've got five minutes left. Do you have anything more to say about this? Because this is, like, uh, 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 an embarrassing trip down memory lane for me. <laughs> uh, shoot. I did feel like there was something that I was going to say, but... I can't even remember anymore because we were traversing so much ground. Um, so no, I don't have anything else to Aww. say. Was it with childhood? Was it with college? Was it with day? And mm. I'm staring at a leopard print napkin. <laughs> a leopard print napkin? This napkin has leopard print and zebra stripes. Weird. I almost don't want to use it because it's you know it's like a work of art. Mm-hmm. Nah, hey, I, man, I if know. I drool, I need to use it. I don't know. For real? Little hanky? Genesis to um, all right. Well, that was an interesting trip down memory lane. I'm fully embarrassing myself now. Uh, mm. But uh, before we go, you know, there's several things that uh, we'd like to pimp. First of all, places to find us, and also friends of the site. And that was our pimpage. You love it. You love it, don't you? <laughs> same as last week. Same as next week. <laughs> always be the same. And you always laugh afterward. <laughs> well, you always laugh. That's what I said. It's I always good. laugh afterward. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said we. Mm-mm. You. Just me. It's just a chance for everybody to hear Petty's voice. Mm-hmm. Two L's, two C's. Two L's, two C's. Two L's, two C's. Did you tell? Oh, you didn't. You didn't talk on the podcast about the license plate. No. That you said that said two L's with two L's. Oh, with two L's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Any 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 closing thoughts, Mister Springer? Uh, I don't know. Uh, play more games. <laughs> play more. Eat more chicken. Eat more chicken. It's more chicken now. Um, all right, well, I think that does it for us. So uh, thank you for visiting our past and now having ammunition to call us fanboys. Mm-hmm. But we've outgrown it, so fuck you. Yeah. Uh, well, let me do one more quick check. No Twitter questions, no. No mailbag questions, yes. No free sample enlargement, booze, <laughs> babes, and more. Okay, well, that's it. Fuck you guys for not writing in. So for Al. Peace out. For Pete. Hi, my internet sucks. Okay, that doesn't sound anything like him. I've been your host, Austin, and we are smoke. <laughs> Just gone, like, gone. Bam. With, like, bam. Which really stands for badass motherfucker. Wow. Mm-hmm. At no point in the day can he swoop down to the point no, where the car is shaken no, from the no. wind, from the propeller. No. And I said, bitch, I called you, and you didn't think I would do this. You didn't think I would go to this measure, but you're not, I got you. It would, would, how, that would be very dramatic, right? <laughs> no, we can't do that.
Oh, come you on, man. You better get in a private investigator. Uh, well, you know what? The private investigator is no drama there. Stop I want... already. You can't do that. No, but I want drama. The bitch, I love this bitch. And she did this to me. Come on, you are a man. You got to help me. You know me. what? I got, I got better advice for you. Why don't you just leave her? Because it is, I mean, you know, I'm African. We can't just do that. We got to stick it out for the kids. The bitch, I love this bitch. And she did this to me.